Safety Net Studio presents. Here's Johnny. Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry. I'm the king of the Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it. Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we battle Kandarian demons in Evil Dead Rise. What is this, Danny? I found it. Don't let it take my babies. This evil creates terror through total chaos. Mom? Mommy's with the maggots now. Eeny. Meeny. Miney. A twisted tale of two estranged sisters whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons, thrusting them into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of family imaginable. Written and directed by Lee Cronin, Evil Dead Rise stars Lily Sullivan as Beth, Alyssa Sutherland as Ellie, Gabrielle Eccles as Bridget, Morgan Davies as Danny, Nell Fisher as Cassie, and features Billy Reynolds McCarthy, Ty Wano, Maribai Pease, Richard Crouchley, Anna Marie Thomas, Jaden Daniels, and Mark Mitchinson, Klaatu, Barada, Nikto. All right, with that out of the way, if you listen to the full-length podcast version of Talking Movies, which I recommend that you do, you are well aware of how excited I was for this movie. Army of Darkness is one of my favorite movies. Evil Dead 2 is exceptional. 1 is great. I bought the collector's edition of the video game. I have countless action figures and pop funkos, and I even love the hell out of that remake, pun intended, and I was even incredibly sad following the cancellation of Ash vs. Evil Dead on Stars and the subsequent retirement of star Bruce Campbell and his iconic character, Ash. Williams. But then came the announcement of a return to the series that follows the Necronomicon Ex Mortis and some stupid teenager that was going to read or play passages from the Book of the Dead. Who boy was I excited. And then finding out that we were moving away from the cabins that the series has known and into a high rise in the city? Even better. Like I said off the top, there are some things that you can expect in an Evil Dead movie. The Book of the Dead, passages being read, demons released, snarky comments from demons and heroes alike, shotguns, chainsaws. Come get some. What this movie did really well for me is that it maintained the fun that the series always had, but included some more modern horror tropes. It still plays on the isolation and humor, like the entire franchise has, but it also utilizes actor and stunt double flexibility and gore, as well as 6,500 liters of fake blood. Acting-wise, truthfully, everything just seems a bit off. You see, every actor in this movie is either British or more likely Australian, and there's something that just didn't sit right with me about their American accents through the entire movie. It was never glaringly bad, but it was strange. When you watch this movie, you will know what I mean, and most definitely was not intentional. I know that for sure. But all of that is to say that Alyssa Sutherland's Ellie is absolutely incredible as our lead Kandarian demon, and Lily Sullivan's Beth is a solid new Evil Dead lead should this movie spawn a series of its own. Where this movie will win you over, though, is how unsettling and intense things can be. By now, if you're remotely interested in this movie, you've heard comments.
comments about a cheese grater, and I will tell you that that is just as squeamish as you think and want it to be. The gore is over the top, so I would still consider this a horror comedy, but it's way more into the horror realm than it is the comedy. But you can still expect a laugh or two. Fun fact about this movie, though, it was originally intended as a streaming release, which may explain the lesser-known cast, but its original reviews were so good that they are giving it its due in theaters, and it is absolutely worth it. I recommend that you go try out the new premiere seats at Landmark Cinema's Grant Park and feel free to cover your face free of judgment due to your wonderful privacy walls. Overall, Evil Dead Rise is a great new addition to an established intellectual property. It's fun, horror, and gore easily offset this strange acting. Plus, it's an easily digestible runtime of 97 minutes, which means that it moves at a decent clip if you're starting to get too grossed or stressed out. I cannot wait to watch this movie again and again. This is now a Halloween staple. I give Evil Dead Rise an A. Spring is here, so take off the toque and show what the team can do. Nick and the fam over at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it up with some casting. The casting has begun for the upcoming live-action remake of Disney's Lilo and Stitch, and it was announced this past weekend who we now know is playing Cobra Bubbles. It was announced this week that Emmy Award-winning actor Courtney B. Vance will be starring as Cobra Bubbles, as he joins the cast that already features Maya Kialoa as Lilo, Sydney Elizabeth Adegong as Nanny, and Kahayo Machado as David Kawena. Zach Galifianakis and Billy Magnuson are also included in the cast. Deadline is reporting that actress Juno Temple, best known for her role in Ted Lasso, has officially signed on to join Tom Hardy in Venom 3. It's not known right now who Temple would be playing in the Venom sequel, but she is certainly a welcome addition. Tom Hardy previously reported that Venom 3 is in pre-production and that Kelly Marcel, who wrote Venom Let There Be Carnage and co-wrote the first film, is taking over directing duties for Venom 3. She also wrote the screenplay based on a story that she developed with Tom Hardy. In other casting news, it was announced this weekend that Charlie X CX has officially joined the cast of Legendary Entertainment's remake of the infamous 1978 box office hit Faces of Death. She joins a cast that includes Barbie Ferreira of the HBO series Euphoria, Dakri Montgomery of Netflix's Stranger Things, and Josie Tota of the recent Saved by the Bell revival. The Faces of Death film was about a pathologist exploring gruesome ways to die via footage purportedly called from around the world. In reality, most of the death scenes were staged, but no matter, the movie had its producer's desired effect, outrage, revulsion, and banning, although not in 52 countries as hyped by the filmmakers, and of course, a money-making hit that spawned sequels and imitators. Seven sequels followed over the next 21 years before this remake was officially announced. Despite Fast X not hitting theaters until May, it was announced this past weekend that Louis Leterrier is returning to direct the 11th and supposedly final installment in the Fast and Furious franchise. It should be noted that Leterrier was brought in as a last-minute replacement for Justin Lin, who quit Fast X early in the shoot following a rumored disagreement with star Vin Diesel. According to Deadline, Fast and Furious 11 is set to pick up right where Fast X leaves off, with it being described by Deadline as a companion piece. Series star Michelle Rodriguez had previously hyped a major cliffhanger ending for Fast X, so it comes as no surprise that Leterrier is returning. In other upcoming projects, it was announced this past weekend through a teaser trailer that a new Godzilla X Kong movie is coming out and will feature the title The New Empire. Ladies and gentlemen, a war is coming, and it is not just any war something more dangerous. What is it? A war of titans. (laughs) 
The repercussions of the Battle of Godzilla and Kong have awakened something even more dangerous. Godzilla x Kong The New Empire will be directed by Adam Wingard, based on a script written by Simon Barrett. The project follows up the explosive showdown of Godzilla vs. Kong with an all-new cinematic adventure, pitting the almighty Kong and the fearsome Godzilla against a colossal undiscovered threat hidden within our world, challenging their very existence and our own. The epic new film will delve further into the histories of these titans, their origins, and the mysteries of Skull Island and beyond, while uncovering the mythic battle that helped forge these extraordinary beings and tied them to humankind together. Godzilla x Kong The New Empire is set to reach theaters on March 15th of 2024. Another upcoming project that was recently announced is an animated Transformers movie that's being directed by Toy Story 4's Josh Cooley, which will serve as a prequel to the live-action films. During a recent interview with Collider, producer Lorenzo Di Bonaventura confirmed that the animated film will be a prequel set on Cybertron, serving as the origin of Megatron and Optimus Prime, who were friends at this point in time. Di Bonaventura teased, quote, This is something we were trying to do. We debated a lot about it in live action, and it just was financially impossible to do, which is the origin story of young Megatron and young Optimus. If you know the origin, they started as friends, and over time, things devolved for them, and they ended up on two sides. So we're telling the young Optimus and the young Megatron story. We are really telling the origin story of all Transformers, both that they were at the beginning of it, to how they grow and how they grow apart. While the animated Transformers movie is set to hit theaters on July 19th of 2024, fans of the Transformers will be able to see The Rise of the Beasts as it hits theaters on June 9th. Moving to the small screen, Variety is reporting that actor Bruce Campbell, best known as Ashley Williams from the Evil Dead series, Come get some. has officially joined the cast of Peacock's upcoming Satanic Panic series called Hysteria. Campbell, who will be playing Chief Dandridge in Hysteria, joins a cast which already includes Anna Camp, Julie Bowen, MJ Anthony, Chiara. Aurelia, Kezi Curtis, and Nikki Hahn. Bowen is playing Linda Campbell, the mother of a teenage outcast who experiences a series of supernatural disturbances that force her to question everything she knows about her son, as well as the growing threat of Satanism in their small Midwestern town. While Anna Camp plays Tracy Whitehead, a crusading Midwestern mother who has been the laughingstock of her community for years due to her extreme religious beliefs, but after a string of occult crimes and disturbances, she becomes a dangerous and unlikely leader of her small town. Over at Netflix, a teaser trailer was released for an upcoming series titled FUBAR, in which Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a retired CIA agent pulled into another mission that changes everything he knows about the apple of his eye. The project is loosely based on 1994's True Lies, and will show what happens when a father and daughter discover their relationship is a lie, and they are each CIA operatives. Hello? Can I talk to you for a minute? We're going to lose an operative. Codename's Panda. I'm retired. You zip in, extract Panda, grab the WMD, zip on out. My daughter's in the CIA. What the f*** in Language. this place? Mm-hmm. They got more issues than Sports Illustrated. Everyone in the van, now! The two join forces through an eight-episode series, which will depict themes of family dynamics with humor, action, and spies. Monica Barbero from Top Gun Maverick stars alongside Schwarzenegger, with Jay Baruchel, Fortune Feimster, Milan Carter, Travis Van Winkle, Gabriel Luna, Andy Buckley, and more, rounding out the cast. In other news, Variety is reporting that more alleged victims of Jonathan Major's abuse have come forward following his March arrest for domestic violence. As of now, Majors is set to appear in court on May 8th. Majors and his team have maintained 
maintained that he's innocent from day one, with Majors' attorney telling TMZ that Jonathan Majors is innocent and has not abused anyone. We have provided irrefutable evidence to the district attorney that the charges are false. We are confident that he will be fully exonerated. Such evidence includes text messages that reportedly came from Jonathan Majors' alleged victim, reading in part, quote, Please let me know you're okay when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. They said they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me, and they knew we had a fight. I'm so angry that they did, and I'm sorry you're in this position. I just want you to know that I'm doing all I can on my end. Innocent or not, Jonathan Majors has faced major backlash within the industry, and it was reported earlier this week that he was dropped by both his talent agency, Entertainment 360, and his public relations firm, The Lead Company. Majors was also dropped from starring in ads for the U.S. Army, and there is no word on his continued future at Marvel. Following the recent announcement that Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson could be brothers, Harrelson stopped by The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, where he did say that he wants Matthew McConaughey to take the test. Well, I'll just say there is some veracity to that thought because we talked to Marmac, uh, Matthew's legitimate mother, and uh, she let us know <laughs> one time. We, we were actually... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a, it's crazy. Sure. We were in Greece. We were watching the, uh, uh, you know, the U.S. team win the World Cup. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I mentioned something about regrets. And I said, you know, it's odd that my father has no regrets. And, and I've known Momak a long time, you know. And she's, she goes, I knew your father. <laughs> And it was the ellipses I found a little troubling. The pause. Or interesting. The pause. Yeah. That I knew How was your father. Harrelson went on to say that the timing of McConaughey's birth might just work out, and he wants his friend to take a DNA test to find out for sure. Well, now, the his, thing is, like, we want to go and, you know, test, but for him, it's a much more big deal. I mean, he feels like he's losing a father, but I'm like, no, you're gaining a different father and a brother. <laughs> McConaughey and Harrelson have worked together several times over the course of their career, and they're set to reunite once more for Brother from Another Mother, a half-hour comedy series developed by David West Reed, which will put their friendship to the test when their combined families attempt to live together on Matthew's ranch in Texas. The Apple TV Plus series is described as a heartfelt odd couple love story revolving around the strange and beautiful bond between Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. And finally, we end on the news today that Netflix is shutting down. It's DVD by mail business. In a statement, Netflix co-CEO Ted Sarando said, quote, After an incredible 25-year run, we've decided to wind down DVD.com later this year. Our goal has always been to provide the best service for our members, but as the business continues to shrink, that's going to become increasingly difficult. So we want to go out on a high, and we'll be shipping our final discs on September 29th, 2023. Those iconic red envelopes changed the way people watch shows and movies at home, and they paved the way for the shift to streaming. From the beginning, our members members love the choice and control that direct-to-consumer entertainment offered, the wide variety of the titles, and the ability to binge-watch entire series. DVDs also led to our first foray into original programming with Red Envelope Entertainment titles, including Sherry Baby and Zach Galifianakis live at the Purple Onion. According to Netflix, the very first DVD they ever shipped out was a copy of Beetlejuice on March 10th, 1998. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, this evil creates terror through total chaos. All you can do is run. Run.